tell me about your kids. Tell Me About Your Kids is a conversation on connected parenting. Bonnie Harris talks to parents about their problems and struggles. Listen in. These conversations can be your support system in your day-to-day parenting journey. Welcome back to Tell Me About Your Kids. I'm Bonnie Harris, and I am continuing in our March tip series. Today, I'm going to be talking about the importance of free play for young children. This is such an important topic and has such important ramifications that we really cannot ignore this very important piece. When children are controlled, directed, supervised, they are not allowed to develop their own sense of what's right and wrong, their own sense of an inner control mechanism that is so necessary for kids to do well later in life. Do you remember Sandlot Baseball? You probably didn't experience it, but we've seen it in movies. It's when the kids in a neighborhood go down to the local empty lot, uh, get together on their own, and play baseball or play kickball or whatever games they want to play. Even at the local playground, kids come up with games they want to play and they make their own rules. And you may not even know what I'm talking about because this really isn't done anymore. Kids are not given the opportunity to create play, to work with each other, and to establish the rules of play. So in Sandlot Baseball, they came up with the rules, they enforced the rules, and I'm using this term Sandlot Baseball to incorporate a lot of play, all without adult supervision. Today, we have adults supervising every single thing that children do from certainly from organized sports but from the very beginning you know even play dates are probably more supervised than they need to be but we're all terribly afraid that our children are going to fight with each other and they're going to hurt each other so yes of course we want to get in there and make sure they don't There has been some interesting research studies done on preschool children, and uh, the studies are showing that the more external discipline required to move children from place to place, you know, from a classroom to a bathroom or to a cafeteria or to outside play, the, the bigger the area, the more they have to be supervised and, and disciplined to stand in line, that kind of control, external discipline, is being linked with discipline and academic problems for these children in later school years. 
The more children are allowed to develop their own internal sense of discipline. Now, I'm not saying hands off on your children and let them do whatever they want to do. I am not talking about that. But these studies are showing that in programs where the bathrooms are right connected to the rooms, the outdoor space is right there, they eat, there's less required of children having to move from place to place, they actually do better. So regularly reprimanding kids for doing normal kid stuff, you know, uh, not wanting to stand in line, running back and forth, uh, yelling to each other, maybe kicking or shoving or pushing each other, all of that normal kid behavior, when it's being externally reprimanded, can backfire down the road as children experience school as a place of unreasonable expectations, expectations that they are developmentally incapable of meeting. So the takeaway from these studies is that the more young children are allowed to use internal controls in their play and not be unduly externally controlled by adults, they're better disciplined as they grow. I mean, it really makes sense. The problem is that the kind of internal discipline that young children develop and use with each other is often seen as unfair or unkind by adults who want to get in there and teach them how to be little adults. One researcher, Dale Farron, concludes her work by saying, we might actually get better results from simply letting little children play. We don't want to hear that because there's a lot of good and a lot of um, money being put into getting all children into preschool programs. But the point is, these preschool programs need to be play-based. They need to be places where children can play with each other in the ways that they determine that play must happen. Who's going to get to be the mommy? Who's going to get to be the daddy? Who's the puppy dog? Who is the one who is the bad guy? Who is the good guy? And let them fight it out. I don't want to be the bad guy. You always get to be the good guy. I never do. That is not something we want to get involved in and work it out and say, you guys can take turns. We want to tell them how to do it, we adults. And we don't need to do that. It is actually documented that parents are getting more and more and more focused on children's play, uh, more and more anxious about what children are doing and how they're doing it. And the anxiety that parents have been exhibiting more and more over the years, of course, has been topped off by the last two years of a pandemic and has hit record highs. Uh, The result is what's being called hothouse parenting. Um, Hara Murano, in his book, A Nation of Wimps, talks about hothouse parenting a lot. 
and actually says that current levels of parental obsessiveness have reached the point of abuse, in his opinion. Of course, this is not intentional. This is all well-intentioned parents who are worried, who are fearing for their children's future, who are attempting to get their kids a jump start in life by pushing them into earlier academics, into teaching them how to work like little adults. But as that anxiety rises, the grip on children tightens in attempts at control. And this knee-jerk reaction from overly concerned parents is a very bad fit with the developmental needs of children. Just when parents need to step back and let their children have self-directed play, the hyped-up concerns of our nation of parenting that tries so hard to push our children to the front of the line unintentionally creates all kinds of problems. So what we're seeing now is the discipline problems that children are experiencing in elementary, middle school, high school, actually might, in many cases, might be coming from not being allowed to use self-disciplinary tactics as they play with each other as little children. It's, it's pretty crazy. What we need most in our 21st century culture from our from the children growing up in this century, is creativity, right? We've got all the information we need in the computer world. We've, it's all there. What we need is for children to think creatively, to ask the questions needed to find the information they want, rather than sitting in a classroom being crammed with information and tested on the memorization of that information. So to foster that kind of creativity, we need to allow children to take leaps of faith and to fail. And as parents are becoming more and more risk-averse, it's the important risks children need to make that are being thwarted at every turn. So we need to be able to trust our children's developmental process. When they are showing egocentricity, when they are showing lack of concern for how somebody else is feeling, we need to understand that that's developmentally appropriate. They are out to get what they want when they want it. That is a child's number one job. And when they're playing with each other, they want to be the main character. They want to direct the rules. They want to play the way they want to play. That's normally appropriate. That is normally expected behavior. Children are fully egocentric throughout their early years. That does not mean they're not capable of giving to each other. They're not capable of consideration, but they need to have everything in their little world in just the right place before they can 
reach out and see what someone else wants. But it's this fighting, this to get what they want, that they need to be allowed to do with each other in order to come up with, oh, if I want to be in relationship with you, then I've got to let you have a turn to do this sometimes. And that gets learned in their own play, not by an adult supervising them and telling them when to switch turns. It is so essential that we get this, that we understand the power of play in order for children to grow into our society with self-discipline. And we're getting more and more and more academically focused. Children in kindergarten are getting academics. They're getting homework even. Uh, I cannot say enough for how little we allow our children to play, how little we allow them to work through what they need to work through in their own play for the sake of academics. It's not, it's not a good thing. What we need to develop in our children is intrinsic motivation. We need them to come up with what they think is right. We need to listen to that. And then we put that together with what we want. And that's the formula for problem solving. So problem solving, which I talked about last week in tip number seven, so be sure and listen to that if you haven't yet, Problem solving is the perfect follow-up based on this same principle of children being allowed to think and develop according to their own, their own use of right and wrong. And that right and wrong gets more and more developed the less we tell children what to do and the more we say okay, you want this, and I want that. If we're going to be in relationship together, if we're going to be in this family together, how do we make this work so we both get what we want? And children are very capable of thinking in that way once they're allowed to. But in so many cases, you're going to ask an 8 or a 10-year-old, What is it you want? What do you think we could do to make this work? And the answer is going to be, I don't know. That's because they haven't been allowed to think for themselves. It's so critical that we allow this thinking, and that's what play is. Play fosters imagination, creativity, brain circuitry. And even responsibility. When children are continually supervised and directed, 
They lose the ability to be spontaneous, to create, and to develop and respect the rules of play and of life, because all they're doing is doing something that somebody else has told them to do. And how often does that show up in school when kids are resisting doing work if they don't have the intrinsic motivation to do it for themselves, when they think they've got to get the grades for their parents or their teachers, they're not motivated. Our attempts to protect our children from harm and to supervise and schedule their lives so we have more control are unintentionally setting them up to fail. And so it's very, very important that we as parents from the get-go Let our children work things out. We do that automatically with infants and toddlers when they're starting to crawl and sit up and walk. You know, we let them take the lead on all of that. But once they start interacting, once they start saying, no, I don't want to do that, or throwing sand in a friend's face. Yes, not good. But coming in with control and supervision all the time is not the answer. It's letting them experience the natural consequences of their actions, helping them figure out what they want and what the other child wants, and letting them really play by themselves. I'm not talking about washing your hands of them and turning your toddlers out to the neighborhood playground. But I am saying, stand back, watch, listen, let children work things out. Let them do it in ways that is right for them, not in ways that is only right for you. We've got to adjust our fears and our our intentions so that we can understand the natural development of young children. So let them play. Make sure they are in play-based school situations. Make sure their elementary school has plenty of playtime. We just do not give play the importance that it plays in creating our society. Thanks for listening. I'm Bonnie Harris. If you're curious to learn more or would like to talk to me personally, check out my website, bonnieharris.com, where you can also find my books, When Your Kids Push Your Buttons and Confident Parents' Remarkable Kids. There are also links in the liner notes. And please subscribe to Tell Me About Your Kids on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell Me About Your Kids is produced and scored by Echo Finch.